What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Lift God. We are back for another episode. As you can tell, again, I'm not home. <clears throat> I'm traveling right now in Arizona. I'm supposed to come out. My brother's a mechanic, for those who don't know. I don't know why anybody would know that. But So he works on all of our cars. When I used to live out here, he used to you know, be our guy. He used to work on our car at all times. Anyway, so my cat's bad in my car. Um, California, they freaking charge you crazy amounts for their catalytic converters you can't just go buy any so i spent like 1600 bucks on this one the site said it'll be here in two days la da so i'm like you know what we're not too busy with my other stuff i don't have the craziest schedule right now let me just go to arizona after i film their pod and uh spend some time with my fam do some work over here since i can do it remote and get my car fixed and guess what i ordered that part on sunday it said be in Arizona in two days, so Tuesday, right? It's Friday. They haven't responded to any emails. Part's not here. So that's where we're at about right now. So anyways, that's why I'm not home. We'll keep this one a little short. Um, you know, I prefer to do, uh, do them at home, but also in the future, because I do travel a good amount, I want to get like a little better setup where I don't have to hold the mic. I'm going to have something a lot better. I have my color lights and everything like that. So Spare with us. It's coming. Still going good. I'm looking good. You know, ain't a super red paper plane. No. So we out here. But anyways, awesome fights last week. Um, I wasn't completely right on a lot of them, but I did get some of them right. Um, amazing card. The, the Lair guy, uh, I, I, uh, Elia, sorry, not Lair. <laughs> Lair Latifi. He's so good. Um, Elia is he showed that he he's he's one of the top dogs um i i thought it was super impressive thought he looked amazing um and i mean what else what else can you ask for in that you know it's he looks so good uh his striking like i said i thought the the age was going to play a little bit of a factor. The thing with Josh Emmett is that he is still just, he's so fast himself still. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he doesn't have speed. Obviously, he has power. We all know that. But the whole thing for me was just, I thought the the age was going to come into factor because in this type of sport, it's just those literal, literal microseconds. Like, if he's just like point one speed faster then Emmett, you know, especially because he's such a skilled striker, that that's what's going to do it for him. And I just think that that's what I was seeing going into this fight. Like I said in the last one, I'm a big Josh Emmett fan. But I just thought, you know, this one was going to be like that was going to be the biggest factor in this fight was that. Um, so, yeah, let's look at it right here. We have we had Josh Emmett, uh, Elia. Went all five rounds. Um, Ilya was the favorite, which made sense to me because, you know, he won. Josh Emmett lost his last fight. But, man, it, it was it was a really fun fight. Um, the crazy thing for me, I don't know about you guys, you know, like a thing that a lot of people do is they praise the other guy because of how tough he is, right? And I can understand that, like, if it's, like, come back. And he did come back. But, like... You know, like, Elia was winning this whole fight. He kind of beat up Josh Emmett. And I'm not saying it's wrong, and trust me, I get it. But it's just like at a point, you know, everybody listens to everything, right? They, they listen to the critics. They listen to the – they go back and watch these fights. 
And obviously that's not what you want to do is be just, oh, that's the tough guy that just takes all the pun. You don't want to be that guy. So it's like, yeah, I understand, like, you know, you say it, but it's just like the amount of praise. Oh, he's tough. He's taking everything. He's tough, tough. It's like, yeah, I understand that. And kudos to him because a lot of us human beings that don't do this, probably include me, couldn't take that type of damage, you know? Shit, I see that one cut. If I look up at the thing, I'm like, yeah, I'm done, though, dog. What the hell? This pretty old face about to mess up like this. So, but, you know, it's, it happens a lot where it's like they're praised only for their toughness and, you know, or throughout that fight. And I'm just like, I don't know if we should praise it that much. It should be more of like, man, you know, he's tough, but like his, his corner maybe should stop this or that damage getting too bad. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's a double edged sword. You know, I'm for it because you want to let those guys go out on their shield, but also it's like, where do we draw the line of that's all we promote? Because you don't want these guys to be known as, Oh, they're just the tough guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, They'll take all the punishment. It doesn't matter. But anyways, that was a very fun fight. Um, Ilya has, you know, some good options. You know, I know uh, I think the the best choice for him is going to be the winner of Korean Zombie and Max Holloway, which will be Max Holloway. Um, that's a fun fight. I always get nervous when Max fights because he's fighting all these top guys and he always wins, but I mean, they're all really good, you know, so Max Holloway's been around for a very long time, but he's still young, so that will be an exciting fight because the boxing, the boxing exchanges on those are going to be incredible, and Max is tough, he never gets finished, uh, so it will be a very exciting fight, but honestly, I think for Elia, you wait for that fight or you wait for your title shot. Josh Emmett just fought for their interim title. So he was already looked at as res- deserving that title fight. You went, you went in there and you beat him. Conv- like there was no ifs, ands, or buts. Not oh, it was close. Mm-mm. I think at one of them he had like a fifty forty two or something like that on one of the scorecards. It, it was such a it was such a wipeout in that sense where he won. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. That you either take wait for that max fight or you wait for your title fight because you deserve either one of those. So just wait for those. Uh. Emmett, I don't know what he's going to do. He's a little older. You know, he had his, he finally got his run at the title. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't go his way. Um, He's still so game, though. Like, he could still do it. But the thing is, is that now, my boy, go back to the age. It's like these guys are coming up. They're all young. They're all fast. They're all strong. They all have everything. They all have chin. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't know. Maybe does, Josh Emmett looks like a big-ass dude. Maybe he goes up to 55, you know, he's getting older. That cut might be better on him for him. And then he might, he, you know, he has power at 45. I feel like he'll transfer up to 55. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him do that, go up to 55, you know, fight someone in the top 10. You know, I think if he wants to make another run at the, the title, it's going to have to be at 55. It won't be at 45, unfortunately. But, yeah, next fight. Amanda Hebus versus Macy Barber. This is a fight I was wrong on. Um, I did think that Amanda Hebus was going to stay on the outside and do her little, you know, she's her little jumpy self and did land some shots, and she did. She landed some good ones. But this one, and I think I had mentioned the last one, was just going to be I felt like I I thought that Macy Barber might have more power, but I was like, I think Amanda Hebus surprised her. But it was very evident that Macy Barber had, you know, the power advantage. 
Obviously, her strikes were doing a lot more damage. They looked like they were hurting her more. Amanda Hebus looked like she was landing, but it looked like they were kind of just touching Macy. It didn't look like it was really doing that much. So, yeah, I mean, awesome fight for Macy Barber. This is what she needed because a lot of her fights that she's been having, she's been winning decisions or the decisions that she won against, like, the higher level. People thought that she didn't win those fights. Um like a lot of people, you know. So Menahebus is was a good test, uh, and I know Ebus was up at twenty five. I know she does fight at fight at fifteen too as well. But still, Menahebus is very good. She beat Mackenzie Dern, you know. So this was a very good fight to win, and she won it very convincingly. Obviously, she got the freaking the stoppage, nice little head kick, and then finished with all the flurry. So shout out Macy Barber. Um, you know, this is good for her. Now she'll be able to fight those, uh, you know, more up, upper echelon girls. And she does have everything you need to be a champ. You know, she's young. She started this forever. And like she had said it before, she was so uh, gun-ho on being the youngest champ, being the youngest champ that she just got thrown into like the Roxanne Mata Fairy fight. Even though like she technically has all the skills to beat her, I think she didn't respect her. And it was just like a whole thing. And then obviously the knee injury, la da da but anyways, I think she does have the potential to be a champ, uh, and she has all that. Austin Lane, Justin Taffa, I don't know if you guys saw this, man. This guy, Justin Lane's whole entire finger went into Justin Taffa's eye. Unfortunate. That was, I thought that was going to be a very fun fight. Justin Taffa's really good. But uh, I think Austin Lane, I mean, obviously eye pokes happen no matter what, but he's still fairly new, and especially like UFC debut, he's nervous. He's like pushing away and stuff like that. He's a long, very rangy dude, kind of like fast. So when once he started doing it, I was like, ah, oh, I feel like there's going to be an eye poke. I feel like he he's not going to be able to not do that. And of course there was, but that sucks. Hopefully they, they do a rematch and hopefully just tough is fine. But yeah, other than that, it was a very good card. David and Onama won. He, he, he had a very clean knockout as well. Um, that was a that was a fun fight. That was a very fun fight while it lasted. He did the whole Israel Adesanya thing, the bone arrows. Brandon Allen went out and showed out, submitted Bruno Silva. Brandon Allen, I'm gonna say this here, and I'm gonna say this right now. You know, this is Lift God Super Air opinion. Actually, I don't know about Super. I know about me, but like, I think Brandon Allen can be your next champ. I think you know he had a couple setbacks. Um, I think he, he's changed up how he's fighting. I think he's fighting smarter. He's using his, his strengths. You know, he's, he's good everywhere, but his submission game, his ground game is really good. And he obviously, you know, we've seen him get finished, but I think he's changed some things and he's fighting a little smarter because Bruno Silva did land on him and Bruno Silva, like he can crack. Um, and he was able to withstand that, stay up and do his thing. So shout out to Brandon Allen. I really do think he's a future contender. Um, and like he said, I think he, he had said he has all, he, he has all the skills to be easy and man, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Izzy's a, Izzy's a hard test, man, though. You got to get around that striking and it's not like Izzy's just a good striker. He is probably the best striker. So it would be interesting to see, but he was really good. Other than that it was a very fun card. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched it or not, but you should go back and watch it. Uh, our girl Tabitha Ricci won. She won by decision. Uh, like I thought she did her thing. She controlled her on the ground. Like I said, I thought people were going to be surprised by a ground game. I saw her grapple. 
She did her thing on the ground. She held her own up there. Striking looked really good. And, you know, everybody's like, for Gillian, they were like, like, oh, why aren't you doing anything? And people were just like, ah. Oh. But it's like, uh, when those things happen, you got to look at the other fighter. I think the other fighter is just shutting them down where they can't do anything. It was like the, the Nunez uh, fight that she just had um, with Irene Aldana. She's like, I just, I couldn't go. I couldn't fight. I was like, yeah, it's because Amanda Nunez was making you not fight. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, the Trevor Peak, Jepe Mariscal, that was an amazing fight. Well, it could be fight of the year. Sorry, someone's running out. The ring. But, yeah, awesome fight. Uh, awesome fight card. was very fun. Um, the the, the UFC is just putting on amazing fights right now. Like, you can't get around it. The, the, the fights that everybody's so good now that it just – it doesn't matter if it's a little fight card. It doesn't matter if it's pay-per-view. They're always going to be good. It doesn't matter if you don't know a lot of people on the fight card themselves. They're always going to be good. You know, that's the case with this fight card coming up tomorrow is not really like a huge named fight card. It's a, you know, it's a fight night. But still, there's some cra there's some banger fights on here, dude. Um, it, it's it's not really like somewhere you're just gonna be like holy shit but it is it is a good fight card uh i'll break it down a little bit um let's just go straight into it honestly there's not that much to talk about the first card or the first fight on the card sean strickland versus abu magomedov i remember i saw i saw somebody tweet something i forget who it was i'd give him credit my bad is if you have of at the end of your name, you automatically have like a 70% a chance, 70% chance of winning your fight just because of that, which I thought was funny because you know, all those guys the wrestling and la da. But man, I know so for the thing with Sean Strickland, right? He's very brash. He talks a lot. It's very he's very himself. He says whatever he wants. He doesn't, you know, agree with a lot of people. He says stuff that a lot of people don't agree with, but Honestly, like, I think it's cool. I like it. You know, sometimes it's a little, it can almost feel like it's a little played uh, in the sense of, like, he's trying to do it a little much. But you got to in this sport, dude. And the whole thing, I don't think it's not him being real. I think it's him being himself. But he's just actually letting it all go out. Like, he don't give a shit. And you can tell. And you have to nowadays. You know, it, it, the sport has shown that, you know, it is a sport, but you you know, if you want to sell shit, if you want to sell pay-per-views, you want people to buy your stuff, you want to make more money, you have to do it. So kudos to him. He's just, just I'm sure it's easy for him. He's just able to be himself and, you know, do his thing. I think he's funny as fuck. Like, I don't know. But also, on top of that, I think people sleep on him. I think, you know, they see him. He has like a, he doesn't have the most traditional stance. It's almost like a Philly shell, right, stance when he's, when he's, walk, uh, when he's fighting. He walks straight up. But that's because I, th I believe his ground game is really good. His wrestling's good. So he's not really too nervous about it. And the thing that he likes to use is his pressure. He just goes forward. He has that weird uh, stance, uh, like I said, like that Philly shell. But he's also really good at blocking punches in, like, different types of ways. Uh, you know, he, he does do slipping and stuff like that. But I feel like he also paws out and stops punches with his hands. And it kind of throws people off. So, like... Like your normal punch, if I threw a jab and you slipped it, right, it's easier for me to throw my cross because you didn't hit my, my lead hand. But I feel like when he, for him, like people throw their jab, he like hits their hand out of their way. It like throws you out of position. So it makes it harder for you to land on him. And I think, you know, 
obviously he had this setback with Pieta, but I mean, like you can't just sit there and strike with Pieta. I think he found that out. We all know that, you know what I'm saying? You can't just sit there and strike with him or, you know, that's, there's a 90% chance of what happened to Sean is what's going to happen. So other than that, I mean, I do think Sean could beat Pieta if he just uses his ground game, but you know, kudos to him. He just wanted to have a fucking fun fight and give us a fun fight. And, you know, it was until that happened. But, yeah, anyways, Abdu is also really good. He has a couple finishes in the UFC. It's kind of crazy that he just got jump-shotted into this fight. But, it's you know, it, that's more on Strickland in the sense of he fights whoever. He doesn't care. Like he had said, the money's right. He'll do it. doesn't matter to him. So, kudos to him. Um, but, yeah, I do think uh, Sean's going to take this fight. Uh, I either see him finishing him by just wearing out Abu and and like TKOing just from like just consistent pressure and big shots landing. He might like rock him with one and like finish him on there. Um, or I think it's going to be a decision, a five round fight where I think Sean Strickland is going to, you know, win the fight. I think Abdu is going to do really good in the beginning because he's very long and fast and stuff like that. Um, but I think at a certain point that pressure that Sean Strickland applies to these people, it will catch up to him. It's a big test for Abu, honestly. And, you know, it, Sean Strickland has fought some of the top guys, even like, look at good, how good Jared Cannonier looked. Sean Strickland, that fight, they were, that was a razor thin fight. Like, so it shows how good Strickland is and, you know, Strickland ain't, new to he's not new to fighting obviously but like man from what i've heard he spars like every single day this is just another day for him so it, it's and he's fought he has a lot of main events now so he's gonna be good damir versus grant dawson this is gonna be a cool fight damir is really good um i know he lost his last fight but he's also really good i don't know if you guys i think he has like he has some sort of like condition or something i think he has like a twitch or something like that i always noticed it so like to me it, uh, when stuff like that is like noticeable i think it's cool because like he has he has that but he's still he's fighting at the top level so like in the sense of if you want to be inspirational right if i'm trying to be like yeah follow your dream all that stuff like that but it's cool like he he has obviously something up but he's able to fight at the top level and he's very good look at his record he's 24 and 2 so grant dawson also is very good as well I believe Grant was with uh, Kraus, so like I wonder, I wonder where he's at now, because the whole obviously, if you don't know Kraus, the whole fixing fight situation, I, I haven't heard too much on it. But Grant Dawson is very good. His striking's very good. His ground game's very good. He's young. I think he he's gonna he's one of those guys that's an up and coming prospect. So I do think we're gonna see him win this fight. Um, I think I think by a decision. I think he this fight this Demir guy's very tough, but I do think Grant Dawson is is good everywhere, so he's going to be able to keep him everywhere that he wants to, and win those positions. Um, I'll go through these last ones a couple quick, uh, a little quickly, just because like I said, they're not it's not like a huge name fight card, but some of these fights are good. Max Griffin versus um, Michael Morales. This guy right here, Michael Morales, is very good. He was on the Contender series, has a lot of finishes, very powerful. He's very lengthy. For welterweight as well too uh max griffin's very tough he's very game and he's been around for a very long time he's one of those guys where he's just i think he's good he he's good at everything it's not like he's an amazing striker he's an amazing grappler he's just good he's a very good mma fighter michael morales though he's 
an amazing striker, and I, I believe his ground game is very good. So I think we're going to see Michael Morales. I think this is a fight for him set up to kind of showcase showcase his skill, and I think he's going to get a, a, a finish in this fight. It's Max Griffin. I don't want to call the round. I don't know yet. It's either going to be uh, – I think it will be first or second, but, yeah, that should be a fun one. A couple more that I want to talk about. Kevin Lee's coming back versus Renat. Yeah, I ain't going to try. Um, we'll see. We'll see about Kevin Lee. You know, he went out, fought some people. Um, Kevin Lee, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, he had his little stint in the UFC. The first one, he was going really good. I think he got a little too cocky and started overlooking some people. And uh, started losing. Got finished by Tony. Uh, yeah, I mean, D-Rod beat him. Shout out D-Rod. And, yeah, I don't know. We'll see We'll see how he looks. For me, it's like the people, obviously, he went outside of UFC and fought some people. I think the last fight I remember him winning was Diego Sanchez. I don't remember, though. I think he, I think he fought after that. I was never, like, the biggest fan of Kevin Lee, personally. But, like, you know, he beat Diego. It was just like, yeah. But, like, at the time, obviously, Diego was, like, He's, you know, at the end, he's at the way end of his career. He had just got finished training with that freaking cult leader, that Fabia guy. And I don't know. We'll see. Kevin Lee does have a good, very good skill set. Um, this Renat guy is very good as well, too. He's 20 and 1. Um, so this should be a fun card. Um, I think, I don't know. Uh, that fight, I'm very, I don't know who wins. Uh, I think. Renat, just because you know he's he's currently in the UFC and he's fight he's been fighting UFC guys and Kevin Lee has kind of just like been not. I think he has a little bit of an edge on there. I think that's why he's the favorite. You know, and Kevin Lee Lee did lose his last UFC fight, so we'll see. But other than that, man, it's a very good card. There's some cool fights. Um, starting off with a heavyweight fight. This fight is either going to be very boring. Or it's someone's going to get finished in the beginning. If someone gets finished, it's going to be Blagoy, but he doesn't ever really get finished. So, um, yeah, that fight is either going to be fun or very boring. <laughs> uh, but other than after that, I think, you know, the rest of the card is is pretty stacked, honestly. So, yeah, that's the fight breakdown for this week. Next week, be on the lookout. Make sure you're following Super Rare. Um, we're going to be out there. International Fight Week, you know, eh, no, eh, we might have some cool stuff, we're setting stuff up now, hopefully everything goes good, but we might have some cool stuff, you know, eh, no, eh. be out there, Fight Week, going to the Hall of Fame, I, I ain't gonna say what we're gonna see, just make sure you're following us on Instagram, it's gonna be a fun week, me and my boy Josh, also from Super Rare, you've seen him in the videos, he's gonna be out there with me. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited for it. So, again, follow us, superairshop.com. Or that's where you buy your stuff, sorry. Follow us at superairshop. Follow me at liftgod, um, two Fs, two Ds. And, yeah, stick around for next week because next week is about to be fun. We out.